0: Welcome to How I Raised It, the podcast that goes behind the scenes with entrepreneurs who've raised capital. We uncover the tips, tricks, and techniques they use to get investors to write a check. Strap in and turn it up. Hi, and welcome to How I Raised It, the podcast where we dig into how startups raise their capital. With me today is Jari Bolender of Lab Sensor Solutions. And uh, welcome, Jari.
1: Thanks. I really appreciate uh, being on the show and looking forward to the discussion.
0: He's coming from uh, where I'm at, San Francisco. So excited to be interviewing a neighbor. Um, but why don't we just start off with a pretty easy softball. Tell me about Lab Sensor Solutions. What do you guys do? And why did you start this business?
1: Okay, yeah. So um, Lab Sensor Solutions is a uh, sensor as a service company. Uh, we track the temperature and location of perishable items so they don't spoil. Uh, we have two primary markets: uh, healthcare and food. Uh, in healthcare, we track anything that could spoil in the healthcare system, like blood, tissue, urine, pharmaceuticals, vaccines you name it, if, if it goes in and out of your body and it can spoil, uh, we use our sensor platform to track it. And then on the food side, we track and help ensure that fresh food is fresh and not spoiled. So milk, vegetables, meats, seafood, anything that you know could go bad if not held at the proper temperature.
0: Interesting. My, my wife would love you. I am notorious for, uh, eating things well beyond the expiration date and I've even been known to (laughs) to go pull something out of the trash that she's thrown away. Uh, some leftovers that I was still hungry for. I don't know. I figure it builds resistance in my immune system if I'm, you know, eating things that are, uh, maybe on the edge, but who knows? Um, very good. So let's talk about raising capital. So you've raised, uh, what, about a million and a half? Is that correct? Or a little over a million from up sensors?
1: Little over a million, correct. Little over a million.
0: Gotcha. And, uh, you know, we, we chatted briefly about this, but it's an interesting mix. So why don't you tell us the, the players that came in on your round? You had a mix of, some accelerators, some friends and family, and this is why I love these types of talks because, you know, you pull a hundred startups and they've raised money, hundred and ten different ways. So I, I like uh, the the diversity here. So <laughs> tell me, tell me about how you, you know, who came in on your own.
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, uh, you know, we had a mix of uh, friends and family individual angels, and accelerators. Um, and so you know, we, we did what's called a series seed, S-E-E-D, round, which is before A and between friends and family. I mean, if, if some of the people listening are, are old school at raising money, you know, it was the original series A <laughs> back in the day when, yeah. you know, 14 slides of PowerPoint would get you a million bucks. Uh, that's not the case anymore. So right. okay. um, we we were at two accelerators, uh, 500 startups, and Launchpad Digital Health since we were a, a digital health company. Um,
0: and so they, which one they did both you do put first? money in. And what then we the, had a. Which one did you do first? I'm just curious about the we did, chronology. We did 500 startups first. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah.
1: Uh, and 500 then
0: startups was the Launchpad first Digital. And where's Launchpad Digital? I'm not too familiar with them.
1: They're, they're in San Francisco as well. Uh, they're about five blocks from 500 startups. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, so those two were, were really great programs to be part of. Um, and those, you know, taught us and allowed us to get a lot of, uh, great exposure and also, uh, you know, improve our metrics and so that we could raise money from, uh, you know, angels and, uh, friends and family. And then we also raise some money from, a, a fund that basically has a development offshore development uh, component. So, uh, they expect you to, uh, spend development dollars with them. So you put money in and then you pay them. And so they, they have this model where they're trying to, uh give projects to their you know off offshore um, development oh. team. so we we raised some money from them as well. Hmm. And I think it netted out to about one point one million total roughly. so
0: that's uh, so I want to unpack both of those a little bit. So let's take this last one first, the offshore uh, development fund. Um, was that? You know, I've, I've heard of this before. I've never known anyone to do this. And sometimes I've heard founders uh, get approached by groups like that. And I've always been a little gun shy, like it sounds like kind of a marketing marketing campaign. I mean, how did that work out? I assume they're giving you money, they're getting equity, and then part of the terms are you're, you're putting that money right back into paying them. So I guess it's kind of trading Services for equity when you net it out is that accurate?
1: Yeah, I mean it was a little it's a little different than that. Um, we actually met them through uh, Launch Festival. I'm um, I'm sure you're familiar with uh, Jason uh, uh Launch Festival. He does a bunch of them in in the Bay Area, um, and we had presented there a couple years ago, and then we presented there last year, and we met this company which the name escapes me right now, Um, but they approached us and they said, hey, you know, we like what you're doing. Uh, We invest up to I think it was 50 grand or 100 grand. I I, I don't remember, but I think it was 50 grand. And um, but, you know, what we want you to do and it's a gentleman's agreement. It's not, you know, in writing, but they want you to spend some of that money uh, with their development team. And we had, ne- we needed development, um, on our website and they were really good at doing that. And so we had a bunch of projects in the queue and we're like, okay, well, we could either hire people here or we could farm it out to these guys. And they, you know, they did a pretty good job. I mean, they were there, you okay. know, they, it wasn't, you know, we, we kept the architecture here. We, you know, we we knew what we wanted, and it was basically it was an update and an upgrade to what our website already was. So, it um it worked out really well, and 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 they were great great to work with, and you know it it was it was legitimate deal. I mean, there's no, you know, it's it was a standard venture deal, or not not even a venture deal. It was like a standard um it was part of our round. Yeah, it was part of our round, so yeah. okay. the same terms as we, we gave everyone.
0: Sure, no problem. Um, I guess we did something a little bit similar. I took uh, some money from our law firm's venture fund, and of course, a lot of that went straight back mm-hmm. into paying, paying our attorneys, who had uh, deferred a lot of work. So it's it's conceptually of course. similar. Um, very interesting. And then – Uh, you know, why did you do two accelerators uh, instead of just one? I mean, you know, what was the thought there?
1: Well, I mean, you know, accelerators invest money. (laughs) And if you need money, then you go where you get the money, right? Um, Because we, you know, we, you know, the, the, the landscape of raising money has changed a lot in the last 10 years. Uh, A lot of companies that a lot of venture companies now are looking for product market fit revenue, and they just want to be able to literally pour fuel on the fire and, you know, accelerate your growth. So if you're in a software mobile, you know, what I would say low capital intensive type business where you know, the infrastructure's done for you, the internet's there, it's not hard to like, if you know a couple buddies, to throw something together and kind of get MVP, uh, product market fit, some revenue, you know, no one's going to th- throw cash at you until you've proven something. And And the two accelerators we went to, that was the model. They're like, you need revenue, you know, you may not have perfect product market fit, but you need some customers and revenue, or we don't want to talk to you. And and so we first got into 500 Startups, batch 14, uh, up in San Francisco, and that was a fantastic program, and we learned a lot, and, and we were part of their first digital health cohort because they had okay. just started looking at digital health, and uh, we were just yeah we were honored to be part of that and and those the lessons we learned there and the network was awesome i mean i still talk to my fellow batchmates some what 2 years later uh so it's just a really you know it was a really exceptional program and you know we had taken the lessons there and grown more revenue and then uh launchpad digital health came along and they are solely focused on on the digital health space and that's, we have a huge digital health component, uh, you know, our business, main businesses in, in the healthcare system. And we talked with them and they're like, yeah, you know, we want to see what we can do with you guys because we believe in your model. And we believe that digital health is the next big thing. And so, you know, it was just, you, you, it, it's hard when you're in, when you're in the, the series seed stage. So you're, you've got something you cooked up, you know, in your basement, your side hustle, whatnot, you know, and you're like, yeah. oh, yeah, this is so cool. And, you know, you get a little traction. You you got to you got to get enough money to build something that actually is going to could potentially take off. And you'll never get to, like, the A-round guys until you're doing, you know, 50K, 100K, 250K, you know, MMR, right? That that Then they know, well... You know, you're like a round type evaluation and and the the math and the numbers are reasonably easy to do. They just they need those metrics so that you can get certain evaluations. And until you <laughs> until you can get that, you know, your friends and family and accelerators and, you know, you're getting it hook or crook, you know?
0: Yeah, I think I, I recently I think it was yesterday, actually, that wide uh, Combinator's announcing a bio track so maybe you could just go through y combinator 2 and just kind of complete the, the circuit <laughs> or or you know i'm i'm, I'm teasing but yeah. did you use the demo days the two two separate demo days from these as you know catalyst to get the friends and family in i mean was that kind of part of the strategy or or uh, or, or put another way, which accelerator actually led to more of the investors that came in on the round, if that's relevant?
1: Yeah, so we we didn't get any investors from any of the demo days that we did. Uh, the only investor that we got directly from a thing we pitched at was Launch Festival. Okay. Uh, so, you know, and... and And we had, we had, I mean, the the interesting thing is it's like, it's hard to correlate unless the guy's like, I saw you at launch. Here's my card. (laughs) Or I saw you at 500 startups demo day. I mean, we got inbound, Hey, you know, we're interested. And it was mostly like at 500, for example, it was mostly, they were looking for, okay, when are you going to do your A round? Uh, And, you know, we, we weren't there yet. And then at, Launchpad Digital Health, since it's, you know, it was a longer program, it was more like, okay, you, you need to get the revenue up. I mean, we needed to get yeah. to the 50K, 100K, MMR, and, you know, we're not there yet. So it's, a uh, you know, it, it, you're in this, you're in this interesting zone where it's like, okay, well, what, what kind of growth can you show before, you know, an institution will be like, okay, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll start working on an A round
0: what were your what were your metrics like when you closed out your series seed round Um, and you know pick whatever metrics are most relevant to you whether it's revenue or customers or you know some other other revenue this is this is one of the most useful bits for other founders who'd be listening to this because everyone's trying to figure out where do i need to be before going out and talking to investors
1: Yeah. Are you still there?
0: Yeah. I I lost you. Oh, can you hear me?
1: Okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh oh. Fuck, fuck, fuck.
1: That was there then. Um, And, uh, you know, he's like, Hey,
0: sorry, I think we had a little pause there. Do you mind, uh, just repeating this? Yeah. 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 No problem. So,
1: um, when we went to 500 startups, the amount of revenue we had was pretty marginal. Um, (laughs) in fact, when we were, uh, the first night we were there, Dave McClure's there and he's like, you guys got a minute to tell me about your company. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I, don't, you know, this is one of those things where you're like, I guess I should have prepared for this. I should have known this was going to happen. But uh. and thankfully, I didn't go first because um, I learned a lot by all the people that kind of went before me. And one of the things he said, he stopped everyone. He's like, hey, man, you got to own own your numbers, own your metrics. And I'm all, OK, well, shit. All right. I'll own the metric. And I get up there and I'm like, yeah, we're. We're Lab Central Solutions. We're going to change the world, and our monthly recurring revenue is five hundred and thirty-eight dollars and fifty-two cents. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looks at me, and he's like, "High five!" <laughs> so um, we started there, <laughs> which was um, minuscule. Um, and you know, over the last you know year or so, we've been growing that to, you know, it varies. It depends on the deal we do, but it's you know between five and ten k MMR. Well, we're sort of not right. We're not there at the, you know, it, we're not at the 25, 50. You know, we we sometimes get there, but the way our deals work, they're longer. It's it's a healthcare is a little bit more complicated when it comes to that type of SaaS model. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So I think you know, in order to get an A round, um, what's really required. Uh, would be, you know, MMR in the 50 to 100K range, which we're obviously not there yet, but, you know, we've got ways to get there and we're we're working hard to do that. So, um, you know, when we were at Launchpad Digital Health, that had gone up to, you know, went from $500 to like 5K or something. So we, we 10X'd it, but... <laughs> 10X, Yeah. <laughs> we're on the right path just we need to 10x more you know
0: totally uh, do you do you plan to raise multiple rounds or do you plan to try and keep this lean and mean or uh, and or when do you think you would raise the next round or is it purely a function of you know when your metrics are are, are ready
1: yeah it's when the, you know, you raise the round when the metrics are ready. Um, I, there's every venture guys and gal has got the number in their head, right? I mean, they want to see accelerating growth and they want to see a certain MMR. So they get a certain evaluation and they want to pour a certain amount of money in at the A round. And then these are the milestones that you need to hit. So, you know it would be nice if (laughs) people would be just like, yeah, we like you guys here. Here's some money. Uh, but typically there's a model, the model's well known. Uh, you've got to, you know, when you're in this sort of seed lull, which is what, what a lot of people call it, the, the gap between seed and a, you just got to hustle as hard as you can to get that accelerating to the point where, you know, you can go out and say, okay, yeah, we're ready for an A round.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Let's uh, close this out with two questions. And I want to hear about your, your book project, but uh, you know, what was the hardest part of raising that seed round and what did, what a piece of advice would you give yourself if you could go back in time or would you give to other entrepreneurs that are looking to raise that series seed round?
1: Yeah, so the, the hardest part about
0: raising the seed round
1: <clears throat> was that digital health was a relatively new type of thing, and so there weren't a lot of angels, uh, individual investors that had a sense of what it was about. And you know, traditionally in healthcare, you know, it's medical device, and those that takes. Hundreds of millions of dollars to make, and there's a, you know, there, there was a huge perception of, well, you need FDA approval, which we don't. You need all these things. You're like, no, this isn't, you know, this is brave new world. This is greenfield, you know, and and getting over those assumptions and getting over those um, apprehensions was was a struggle. I mean, you know, I am just so happy that we found, you know, Fred Tony over at Launchpad Digital Health because he's like, I get it, like I know what you're trying to do, and I know. The i have done this before, and so we were, we were, you know, the Launchpad Digital Health stuff is just, was a great resource. Um, the the one piece of advice I would give myself if I, the next time I do this, which I, you know, of course, always want to do next time, um, is there was a great uh, talk and article by uh, Elizabeth Yin, who who was the former... 500 Startups Partner Down in Mountain View, and she wrote a fantastic um, post, and she would talk a lot about this, about how to raise your seed round and and how to make it more of a business-to-business sales cycle as opposed to the ad hoc nature that we were doing. I mean, because to be honest, I hate to raise money. I really don't like it. It's mm-hmm. a lot of pitching. It's a lot of rejection. It's just a lot... of like, oh, can I just send someone? It's you know, it's like being an author. It's like, hey, I wrote the book, and now, oh, I got to promote it. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, so um, the thing, of the, the, and, and what she said, which was great, she's like, okay, if you want to raise 500 grand, for example, you need to do a hundred meetings in five weeks, or some, or six weeks. There's some like your job for the next six weeks is to raise 500 grand. You need to take a hundred meetings. And just go yeah. make it happen. Sure. And I just I never approached it that way, and I was always so, uh, you know, I'm naturally not a sales guy. Naturally, just like, oh, you know, I'm a technical guy in nature. You know, I like I have an engineering degree. I'm like, oh, do I have to go waste my time? You know, and to be honest she was I mean she's right obviously because she knows what she's doing but the the people that I saw that did that raised money quickly mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. so anytime I would I would ever do this again or going out for an a round or whatever it's like my job is to raise money for these five weeks I am just gonna treat it like sales like yeah and I know you guys do this with the tool um, you know your founder suite stuff where it's like boom boom like you know you're you're a, you're a, you got to handle it like you're a business to business sales guy and just get yeah. after
0: it. <laughs> oh, I I couldn't agree with to, with you more. I couldn't agree with Elizabeth yeah. more. I mean, that's something we yeah. we do a webinar about twice a month called hacking your out and that's a lot of the focus of it is Think of it as a numbers game, think of it as a funnel, yeah. you're building a funnel yeah. and you're pushing these prospects through the stages of your funnel, and you have to pretty much treat it like a full-time job if you want to get it done, so it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's good advice, I think. So, all yeah. right, I promised I'd give you some airtime. Tell us about your book. You recently came out with a book. Uh, yes. Tell us about it, um, tell us maybe why you wrote it and what it's about.
1: Yeah. So uh, the book is called The Entrepreneur Ethos. It's available on Amazon in ebook and paperback. Uh, and I wrote it because I wanted to uh, basically explain to the world what my ethos was about being an entrepreneur. And it was inspired by a bunch of bunch of of people. And there's a, a, a bunch of reasons, but what it came down to was when we were at like 500 startups or at Launchpad Digital Health. You know, there's a lot of younger entrepreneurs that would come up to me and my, my founders because we were a little older, you know, we got the gray hair, <laughs> you know, been around and uh, they would be asking us these questions about, you know, culture and mindset and, you know, how do you deal with reject? I mean, all of these things that, you know, we may not have had a perfect answer for, but, you know, we've been around the block, you know, I've, I've raised yeah. money before you know, I've been at six companies. It's like I kind of know the drill, right? And and so what I realized when we were at these accelerators uh, is that there were there was no resource for the internal development of an entrepreneur. Like, mm-hmm. how do I just become a better entrepreneur? Not how do I growth hack to 50K MMR, how, not how I go find an investor, not how I go market my go-to-market strategy, not how I figure out my one metric that matters. You know, not that I, you know, whatever it is, like pick your favorite external growth hacking type thing and how do I build, what stack do I use, right? Um, I, I wasn't, you know, I didn't really find a lot of that. Uh, and so what I realized was that, hey, you know, this should one, I should write something about it. i've 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 have twenty years of experience doing this. Second, I know a lot of entrepreneurs, so I interviewed you know fifty or so. not not all of them made it in the book. and And then the other thing is is that i I was seeing a lot of trends that started. I mean, I started the book what two years ago, and all the stuff that's coming out now with all the harassment mm-hmm. and, and, the, you know, misogyny and, the, you know, excluding minorities and women and the just complete, you know, discrepancy between who gets funded and just all this bad behavior, you know, it's starting to bubble up. Like, I mean, it's been there, but I mean it was really yep. starting to, to happen. You know, it, it, it really, you know, came to the forefront when, uh, that woman uh, Uber engineer which I her name escapes me.
0: Fowler you know, Susan put out Fowler. that
1: medium post and it just Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like Yeah. That was one spark and, and then it was the the partner at Kleiner Perkins. You know, even though she lost the lawsuit, it's like, oh you know, you know, this this is the catalyst is I mean, the momentum, the, the wave is happening. So yeah. I I really feel that as a community we need to raise the standards in the bar, and I think that having an ethos is what we aspire to, as opposed to ethics, which is the minimum, in my mind, the minimum. So, I decided, hey, this is what I think, and I would love people to comment, and <laughs> you know, like, hey, hey, you're wrong, you're right, I like it, I don't, <laughs> like, get the conversation going. Let's make let's make our community better, is is what I'm trying to say. We we just can't focus on. How much money we raise? Are we a unicorn? You know, sure. are you part of the PayPal mafia? Blah 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 blah. I mean, like that's great, but you know, as 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 entrepreneurs, we need to develop ourselves and we need to hold a high standard. So that's why I wrote it.
0: One more time, uh, give us the title and where where uh, listeners can find it.
1: Sure, it's it's called the Entrepreneur Ethos, and you can find it on Amazon.
0: Okay. As, as one would expect. Yes. Very good. All right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as
1: one would expect.
0: Uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, and this is great. It's uh, fun to hear different strategies for, for raising capital. Um, so I wish you the best and I'm sure I'll see you around founders network. Um, Kevin and, and gang is doing good work Absolutely. over
1: there. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Great conversation. Thanks for having me on. Cheers. Take care. Thank you.